Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Taylor Hartman with Very Best of Living. I'm with my good friend, Kat Larson, who co-hosts this with me. Hello, Kat. Hello. Hello, host. This is co-host. I knew you'd be that British accent. <laughs> you, you, now you're, you have the travel bug. Like You want to feel like you're there. I, I do. It. I watch Wimbledon, and I want to go so bad I can't even stand it. Oh, I love you. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Isn't it interesting? Because as you know, we've been to Peru recently, and and then we had a backlash, like getting back into our first world country. Mm-hmm. We had some health issues to resolve. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny how people that are not risk oriented say to me, well, really, was it worth it? Like, would you do that again? I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not even a question. Yes. Would I, would I do a third world country again? Probably not for a minute. I think I'll do first world. <laughs> we'll try Japan first. But I would not give up the adventure. I would not not go and experience these opportunities and pay a price, not for a heartbeat. So it's funny because we were just having this conversation because a friend of ours was asking Paco about going to Europe. Be- yeah. And, you know, everybody knows Paco's big guy and, you know, planes, you know, no real vehicles. Me- me- no. You know, maybe an 18-wheeler he can get in comfortably. <laughs> but it's so funny, it, the uncomfortableness of it. And it was like, man, I can't believe you do that. You're probably never going to do that again, this guy was saying. And, and Paco's like, oh, no. He's like, you know, oh. I, I'll, I'll be uncomfortable for eight hours. Yeah. You know, to go do experience. that, to go what do that. great comment. Yeah. What, like, I know that will be uncomfortable, but yep. what I get is so much worth it. Yep. I love that. That allows him to stretch. Right. Whereas somebody who doesn't have that mindset, they justify staying home and not experiencing life. Yeah. And I want to add a layer to that. Here's the other thing that happens. So Paco gets like armored up when we go places because people give him so much crap about how big he is. My yeah. son too. So like, you know, people kind of grousing when he sits in the chair behind him because his yeah. knees move up against the, the, right, the back right. of the seat. Of and they can't, people that are be oh, in front please. of him can't put their chair back. They can't lay down their oh, seat. Because there's no room. There's no room. There's no room. And because and, it's so funny, it's like every time he's like, dude, it's not going to happen. You just, it's yeah. not going to happen. And <laughs> so I can't go anywhere. I can't go anywhere. And so he's armored up and he gets kind of this short, curt, defensive, defensive, mad uh, uh, approach. We really have been working on that because it's so uncomfortable for me and it, and it's not fun. No. And I get it. He's, he's the one going through it all, but, but I think what we're, what you learn is, okay, that doesn't give you the, the, the green light or the freeway to go, okay, I'm doing this. Okay. Buckle and sit down. I can be an because everybody's being an ass. I mean, yeah, excuse like I'm me. A martyr. Like, yeah, I can be a jerk because everybody's being a jerk to me. See, I think though, knowing Paco mm-hmm. at the core of that mm-hmm. is he feels guilty. Guilty. Yes. Like he feels like he's imposing on somebody else. Yes. He feels like he's the burden. Yes. He's the problem. I think a better approach would be for him to say to the person in front of him, I want you to know, I am so sorry. Yes. It's so difficult. And if we need to trade seats during the trip, give you a little more leg room at a time, whatever would help you. I want you to know, I really, it's not like I have space to go someplace. That's good. I, I, I think if, if someone said that to me, I would not feel negative towards him. I would feel like empathy. Like that's a great point. And I would not trade seats with him. I would just go, okay, that's what's going to happen on this flight. Far more so than if the person acts as though he's entitled or that he is oblivious to how big he is. Or you know what I mean? I think being more positive, proactive is a smart way to go. Positive, proactive. I'm going to have that conversation with him because I don't know if we've ever gone down that road. We've gone down the road of not getting upset or 
like so he'll buy the A group like on Southwest you know you buy the A group yeah and right. and inevitably right. somebody is on before him right like he's like A nine and Correct. all of the people in front of him have taken those exit rows right no matter what size they are right and not that yep. they can't it's it's like no. it's a free world but then he stands there and shakes his head like. Yeah, the idiots. You know? <laughs> it's like, and we're really working on it because it is. It just really some in some ways affects our travel, the joy, the whole experience. A hundred percent. I I honestly think being straightforward and honest, and and you have a fun way about you. Like mm -hmm. uh, you have that gift, which is also helpful. Mm -hmm. I think taking that approach with sincerity. Like I really don't want to make you uncomfortable. I just want you to know that it, we're in this together only because you're sitting here. <laughs> So I apologize. And if I can do anything to help out with that, or I would bring like a, a treat on and just say, you know, what? here's you're, you're the, you're the lucky loser. I'm sorry. Hopefully this will help a little bit. I am I mean, so going to do that and make him give people treats. I, I love should. that idea. It's so hard being him. Like, it I'm is. sorry. It's not easy. It is. But you know what? For him to own that, it's not easy for you either being on the seat in front of me. I think it'd be really cool. I just like that idea. I love it. Okay, and, thanks. No, it's great. Yeah, I'm glad you asked the question. I, I also think that uh, we're, we're going to talk about burnout today. Okay. Like people that are getting burned out and frustrated in life. Mm -hmm. And there are people that literally are saying, I don't want to go on vacation because there's so much work to come back to. Mm -hmm. Well, that's uh, you're messed up. Like people, I want to say to them, you have told me that your responsibility at work is more important than your responsibility to yourself. Mm -hmm. You have told me you've given up your life to get things done at work. And I, I think you made a bad deal with the devil. Like that does not sound like a healthy way to live. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing more and more of that of people that are kind of defining their life by what they have to do to perform at work more than enjoying the magic of being with your family or doing a trip that's exotic and, and adventurous. I think it's important we think about what causes our burnout and what are we doing about it to own that. <clears throat> and talking about you and Paco, that's a good example of like, that's an, that is what you go through, which would create burnout. Yes. So what are some alternatives th that are positive and life enhancing? That's what we had talked about. So let's think about this in terms of maybe, for example, you would do well to start learning to say in your life, no, like, I don't really want to do that. I want to do this instead. I think sometimes, you know, Kat, we give those people we work with, like the 10 things you love to do most. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to me, people that are happy tend to do the things they love to do most. Mm -hmm. It was interesting on our trip to Peru, the day that I had elevation uh, sickness, mm -hmm. so I was closing my eyes the whole time. Most of the people that were there went into the polar plunge. Most of the kids and, and adults literally jumped in the water that was cold. Mm -hmm. And... They reminded me of when I did retreats in Sundance and we would hike to the waterfall mm -hmm. and people that would actually get in the waterfall, like mm -hmm. they literally would, it's cold. And when they would come back and we'd do the lineup, the lineup was who is most loving here. Mm -hmm. And almost always people that went into the water were also at the top end of most loving. What does that mean? I've looked for that, that connection. It seems to me that people that are willing to do the things that are fun, inviting, uh, risking mm -hmm. are also the ones who are more loving. They're not so fear-based. 
And I thought about like when in the Amazon, we got it at 5 a.m. to go swim with the pink dolphins. Mm-hmm. We all jumped in the water. And who is the animal that all they're known to do in life that's meaning is play? Dolphins. It's the dolphins. And why would people get up at 5 a.m. to go swim with them instead of sharks, for example? Like the reality is that people that are playful, people that are willing to waste time, like enjoy themselves, mm-hmm. seem to be the happier, more loving people. You know, I think about this quote this gal said, time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Mm. Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. And I think about people that can sit, for example, with their family and just chill. Mm-hmm. I don't call that wasted time. No. I, I think it's sad when there are people that are so intent about finishing something or focusing on something that has to be taken care of that they never find, they never schedule downtime. They don't schedule away time. They don't allow themselves to be free uh, in their thinking. And I'd like to talk about that right now. Like, what can you be doing based on your color that may actually be causing burnout? And what can you do about that? We'll start with the Reds because, as you know, they get angry if I don't. So <laughs> we'll start with them. Um, it's funny. This is so interesting. What I would recommend for a Red in terms of burnout is so different than I would recommend for a Yellow. So this man came to see me and he was so frustrated. I'm kind of bored. Like, I'm not really happy. I'm a little depressed, actually. I'm a little depressed because I've retired. I make plenty of money, but I'm not feeling fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I said, go build something. Just get out of my office because you irritate me and go (laughs) build something. And we're laughing. Oh, my gosh, it was hysterical. I said, just do something that is meaningful, that can focus your attention, that will make you feel like you have a reason to stay alive. I said, my reason for staying alive can be found in a book on the ocean or a beach. I'd be fine with that. You, that will not work for. You'll feel like you're wasting your life. So he built a barn. Built a barn. There you go. And he was happy as a clam because he was doing something that felt meaningful to him that if I were doing that, it would cause me to burn out. But in his sense, it was burnout free. It was so exciting to do something productive. So, and and yet a lot of CEOs, they did a study on lots of CEOs, many are red. They found that if they have a hobby like painting Mm -hmm. or music or something, a side gig, that they can go focus on getting away from the business, they perform better and they're happier. So it's a blending of doing meaningful things for a red, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, having attention towards diversity, not just being stuck in one mode that we, what reds need. Right. Right. I I have a, a quick question. You know, to me, burnout, like, I don't know, it just feels like overall burnout in the world. When you're looking at people, And I don't know if this weaves in, so kick me back into play. So I feel like we have this uh, mentality that is growing that's like, um, leave, like, we are not allowed to anymore, like, leave people alone. Like, if, like, if you're calling something out, so say somebody's like cynical and critical, which I believe when I see people in my life, I think that's when they're burnt out, when they get like critical and cynical about things. Right. Don't you think that's a burnout? Like, hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not and, soft anymore. Yeah. And you're like, go stand in the waterfall. And it's like, well, I, you know, you can't judge me for that because that's just not what I do. And it's like, and then you're not, I almost feel like anymore, you're not allowed to go, you know, you're it, not allowed, but it's like, 
let people be who they are and you can't, you know, just because they're not like you doesn't mean it's blah, blah, blah. And we ah, get into this yeah. weird place, right? Yeah, it's but like, let's go to truth. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, you are affecting me. Yes. And I have a right to tell you that that negative energy that you're throwing my way is not appreciated. So right. We're afraid to say that these days, aren't we? I know we are. We are. But, but we're, we're tolerating people's bad behavior instead of saying, you know what? That's not okay with me. That doesn't work for me. And I really admire people in public that will step up and do the kind thing, do the honest thing. I like that. As opposed to saying, you're you and I'm me, right? Mm -hmm. I think that people are, my biggest fear is people go bitter. Like they get yes. resentful and they don't trust life. And it's not a beautiful world. It's negative, And they miss the magic of what life really can be in spite of how bad things can be. Like there is chaos and there always has been in the world. Yep. This is not new. Right. This gets intensified because of all the options we now to be destructive. We can be destructive about. But in that, you can find your peace. In that, you can find your joy and your connections. I'm telling you, it will never go away. There will always be options for those connections and that joy that you can find always. I think that burnout also is, it's different for every color. Mm -hmm. Like burnout for me as a yellow is mundane, mm -hmm. the boring, the routine. That is so burnout for me. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't, I have to do consistent things to be successful. You have to show up. That's all there is to it. Mm -hmm. So if I want to avoid burnout, I schedule highlights, things to look forward to opportunities to be free, whether it's a day to go play or a trip to take, those kind of things for me create a freedom from burnout. And I don't mind doing the mundane and consistent knowing I have those coming up. That does not work for other colors. They don't need that. That it makes them stressful to think they have an event coming they have to, to take care of. Not for me. Those events are a shift. Um, I think blues, for example, I was reading this quote I love so much. A hundred-year-old person said, if you ask what is the single most important key to longevity, I would have to say it is avoiding worry and stress and tension. And if you didn't ask me, I'd still have to say it. <laughs> and I think blues get caught up in perfectionism and it has to be just right for it to be okay. And that drives them away from happiness, drives them towards stress and distress and blues have a need to do everything right and to save everyone else's soul. Mm -hmm. And I think if they, if they be less focused on others and fixing them and more focused on enjoying what they care about and doing the things that are beautiful. I think of this friend of mine who's in Italy right now with painting and mm. painting classes. And she is so happy. Mm. Like she is so like in the moment and I'm cheering her on because I know how much it means to her. And this is a woman that doesn't have a husband that cares. He's not part of her life in a way you, she's always wanted him to be. He's more selfish and self-centered. Mm -hmm. And so rather than getting stuck in that, she finds ways to find beauty in her life. And I love that blue focus on that versus being negative or bitter. You know, I, I don't know why Pac was in my brain today, but we were, we've just kind of come through the last six months of um, him not having, uh, you know, he doesn't drink, he never drank excessively, but what he's cut alcohol out of his life. Oh, wow. Completely. Completely. And it was a journey of realizing that he was raised with a blue mom 
who mm. at 5, 8, 5 p.m. on the nose was like, oh my God, I've got to have a drink because this has been a day every single wow. day of her life. Got it. Every single that's how you unwind. That's, that's how you, you unwind. And you're entitled. You're entitled to that. But I think what you're talking about is so critical because it's that displacement of the problems of, yes. you know, that burnout. Maybe you're burned out because your relationship isn't working or because, I mean, burnout just isn't in work. It's it, in life. It's in life. <laughs> yeah. But what you said is so powerful. He picked this up from her yes. and her thinking was... This is the way you navigate life. Which increased his burnout, by the way. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Not that you can't have a cocktail. I'm not saying that. I don't. That's not what you said. No. You said the way, the thinking about it. Yes. Was where they were twisted. Yes. But let, let me read this. Happiness doesn't start with a relationship, a vacation, a job, or money. It starts with your thinking and what you tell yourself daily. Yes. And look at Paco who finally said, oh my gosh, I'm thinking that solves my problem. Yes. Of course, if I were married to you, I'd drink too. But <laughs> the, I, I, the fact that he's gotten over that is bravo. And it only makes it more fun when you drink with me. <laughs> You're right. It's You're the- right. You're right. It only enhances the <laughs> That experience. is exactly right. Um, but I think <laughs> no, when I you, you know, I mean, I think you can inherit a burnout mentality. 100%. Look, how about the whining and the, the, the you, you're taught? Oh. Like, I am a victim, right? Yes. For us, right? For us. That's a great insight. Absolutely. Yeah. So and, I, and, I'm fighting it. And what's that is he's so blue, oh. therefore he's even more vulnerable to buying into it. Mm-hmm. And for him to fight that, I'm so proud. I, it's amazing. It, it, I mean, wow. he really, I don't, I, I really, be, between the two of us, he's the guy that is just so spectacular at his growth. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I, agree. I, I think you both are spectacular. <laughs> well, but I think yours came earlier than his. And that's what's so cool is that you bring him with you as opposed to, no, 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 I'm not putting up with this anymore. Like I've, I've done my work. You need to have done yours. So goodbye. It's so cool that you're both like cheering each other on. Oh, that's I would. Cool. I mean, I, he's, it's like. You it would wouldn't be have like, it any other way. No, you can't. It'd be like shutting your front door and a baby puppy on the front porch. <laughs> you know, you can't do that to uh, to. I, no, I don't want to ever no. do that to anybody. No, but <laughs> you know? especially someone like him. Right, right. You know what? You raise also a good point I wanted to share with our listeners. I want you to know it is never okay for you to love people on their level. Like if you def- decide someone is undeserving of you operating at your healthy place, shame on you you've taken a, 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 a cheap route. Mm. Like once you've developed the capacity to love, you should always give back, not as a reaction to how they are and where they are, mm-hmm. but who you are and what you're about. That's a great thing to remember because I do think it's hard sometimes when you've done your work or you're doing your work and somebody else isn't for you to stay in that level of loving, giving, nurturing, growing, despite the fact they're not there. Mm. That's so important. Listeners, as you do your work, don't think it gives you entitlement to treat people at a lesser level because of who they are and how they're behaving. Always love the person despite how you deal with the bad behavior. That's, that, that's just not easily done. But when you're true to your path, you know that's what you have to do. Be true to your lane. Stay in your lane. Love people as you are not what they deserve. And we have to talk about the last one, the whites. Like yes. the whites get stressed. 
I'm telling you, whites are intriguing to me because they do not handle emotional stuff well. Mm -hmm. They are typically traumatized by emotion. So they can get very irrational. I, I have a, a granddaughter and she and her, her friend called me on lunch hour and they said, mm -hmm. Bubba, we have a question. We want to know about how to deal with this. And I, I love this girl. I love both of them. They're just wonderful kids. But my white granddaughter has got strength about her, which I have told her before. Here's what you need to do. And she'll do it. She's not afraid to do that. So their friend was acting obnoxious and said, and he's just not healthy. And he had said, well, if you have a problem with me, you got to come tell me. And I said, good. You got the invitation. Go tell him. Say to him, you asked for it. I want you to know these are the things you do that drive people away from you. And I think it may be, uh, uh, be direct with them. Don't worry about being uh, unkind because that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. But don't apologize. When he says to you, well, I didn't mean that. You say, you told us as a friend, if we cared, we could come to you directly. Just don't talk behind your back. So the minute I came to you and I said those things you said were good, you wanted to know, you got defensive, resentful, pushed back. I want you to know that's what you said. Here's what I'm doing about it. I'm telling you to your face. I promise you he'll be better for it. So I love that they, I love that I know I trust them to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And despite the fact that she's a white who typically wouldn't do it, right? That was interesting because there was a comment that came recently. I don't feel heard, seen, or appreciated enough as a white. Mm -hmm. What should I do about it? God bless this person for recognizing they feel unvalued, yes. unseen, unheard. And I said to this person, I said, you know what I think you really ought to do is say, I'm working on being more seen. So I'm going to start making one comment in a conversation and then two comments. And then maybe I'll ask a question. That's almost a safer one to say. So when you're saying this, what is this what that means to you? You could contribute to the conversation that way. Mm -hmm. I, I love the fact that there are people that are wanting to grow. And yet I want you to know the minute you ask me, I'm going to give you a stretch. I promise you. It's not even possible for me not to. Because if you're going to grow, you have to stretch. That's how this works. But the fact that you're recognizing I don't feel seen or heard. And I want to be, I want to be, be more value in relationships. That's the invitation you gave me to push you. So it's really kind of cool. Wow. I like that idea. So all four of the different colors deal with burnout and stress differently. And I think you have to take ownership for how you're burning yourself out and what you need to change about that. I, for example, would not choose to go be with negative people if I were feeling burned out. That would not help me. Mm -hmm. I would go to a farmer's market and just wander. If I uh, am a red, I would change my focus and do something that is a project that would give me a focus and meaning. If I were blue... I would probably do, look at my thinking. What am I doing? What is my thinking giving me that's positive versus negative? Maybe you want to read different things that are pro proactive. Oh, It was so interesting. I was in a meeting recently at church and this guy won't stop talking. And he's, he probably interrupted maybe 20 times. Oh my God. And he made a comment. I probably have talked too much, but. <laughs> And I'm like, no, but, no, stop. No and the guy next to me said, uh, well, self-awareness is the first step of <laughs> uh, growth. And I said, you would think. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily happen. So if you really do talk too much, stop talking. Like, don't say but, just say, 
I don't need to respond to that. Or what I was going to share has already been taught, shared. I, I, when I hear that cat, like when I hear somebody say to me, it's almost always a white. When they say what I was going to comment has already been shared. I'm like, thank you. Hallelujah. That is so brilliant. I don't need to say it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I don't understand why this person doesn't seem to understand. They're so needy. They have to hear themselves be heard as opposed to letting the, the, someone else offer the insight. So, so if somebody's so needy and needs that, what you're coaching for them is like take- not, not at my expense. You're doing something for you at my expense. Not cool. How do they get like it the, taken care of then? Well, you're, you're being needy is your work. You're insecure. Yeah. Like yeah. you're so yeah. insecure. You want the world to know yeah. you're smart. Yeah. And that's something you can work on, but not at other people's expense. Don't think others aren't saying, yes, you do talk too much. Don't think that. Uh, it, was, I, it just, it's so intriguing to me how people can't see. They sabotage the thing they need the most by misbehaving. So I'm fine with the fact you're needy. I'm not fine with how you explore getting it met. That's the difference. Okay, Ugh. time to quit. Enough, enough of the burnout. <laughs> I'm burnt out now for crying out I'm loud. Out. Exactly. We need a break from it. All right. Listeners, thank you. Have a great week. Kat, you as well. You too, Taylor. Take some time for yourselves, guys. Love you. Thank you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Color Code family. It's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the people code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.